But right. he did a bat wing. <laughs> it's got a 35 or a 36 inch wingspan. I heard it had a 33 and a third chance of winning. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, <laughs> I heard if you took away the Batmobiles, 25% chance. You see, technically it's three sections. So each section is 33 and a third. And if you take away <laughs> one of the sections. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a Jungle Brother? Jeff, the cream will rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Ain't sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 373 of the fully posable wrestling figure podcast long as running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today my name is jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother not storyline brother scott scott say hello hello scott on this show we have sean ing joining us again 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 he'll be sitting in with us this week we're gonna have a little trivia fun we'll get into that in a second and we got a bunch of news that we got to tackle this week. But first, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Um, damn you, Todd McFarlane, and your Batman figures that are just amazing. I did not expect you to start off the show that way. Yeah, well, you know, my wallet got attacked this week, so figured I'd talk about it. But the uh, the Batman figures from the new Flash movie that's coming out, they did uh, Batfleck, and then they did Michael Keaton Batman. So, of course... I had to jump on and get both of those figures on BBTS, but wouldn't you know it, they sold out of the Batmobile. So I scrambled over to Target, managed to get the pre-order in for the Batmobile over at Target, but it was $10 more. They need to do a... who's Who was the first guy that did the 70s? Adam West. They need to do an Adam West Batman. Oh, well, I mean, they pretty much already have. McFarlane has the 66 Batman figures that he has been releasing that's right that's right good point but he's done them in it's a little bit smaller scale Uh uh-huh but i would like to see him doing it in the multiverse scale i think that Uh, would be amazing if he could finally do an adam we in that one (laughs) adam we i am adam we (laughs) good call back to family guy right there (laughs) yeah but a multiverse (laughs) adam west batman would be incredible and i know he could do it because he has the rights to it but uh nothing yet but yeah, I had to get uh, my. I got cowl on Michael Keaton Batman, not the Target exclusive with the cowl off. Uh, Christopher Dean had sent it over to me, and he was being that little devil on my left shoulder, going, "Do it, do it." But I passed on the the Michael Keaton head multiverse Batman, and just got the cowl on. So BBTS pre-orders with Batfleck and Michael Keaton Batman, then Target pre-order for the Batmobile. What's crazy? BBTS sold out of the Batmobile. I would say it took less than four minutes. Good Lord. Now, is this like a authentic scale? Like a uh... Yes. It, it, it's a scale to match up with the seven-inch DC multiverse figures. Wait, don't you already have the Batmobile like that? No. I got oh. that Batmobeast. Oh. That was that $90 monstrosity. Yeah. That Walmart, for some reason, knocked down to 25 bucks. So, I mean, I couldn't pass it. It came with a Batman figure, too. The Batman figure alone is 25 bucks. 
So had to get that. But yeah, and now I have the 89 Batmobile coming my way. I think it said April 23rd from Target. And I don't know when BBTS figures are going to be coming in. But dude, that Batmobile is sweet. Then he did a Batwing. Oh, not where Wait. he got like sweaty in the crotch and you know. Okay, 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 okay. Skin you stuck stopped. to legs and you stop that right now. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but right. he did a bat wing. <laughs> it's got a 35 or a 36 inch wingspan. I heard it had a 33 and a third chance of winning. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, <laughs> I heard if you took away the batmobiles 25 percent chance you see technically it's three sections so each section is 33 and a third and if you take away <laughs> one of the sections but the cool thing is is it's um i mean obviously it's huge because it has to match up with the multiverse figures same scale but it's got like a 35 inch wingspan and the cool part is is it comes with a wall mount plate so you can display it on your wall and the plate is the batman symbol Oh, that's sick. Oh, dude. The thing is awesome. It's also like 250 or $300. Did you buy it? I did not. No, dude. Mm -mm. I, I no. can't get carried away like that. I wanted to. I mean, what guy doesn't want bat wings, right? So, no, <laughs> I passed. I, I can't get crazy like that. The wallet, it already took a beating with the two Batman figures and the Batmobile. So, letting the Batwing go, I'll just dream about it, I guess. I can't hear that without laughing now. Bat wings? Yeah. What guy can? It's true. Yeah, we hear bat wings, you know the first thing pops into your head. It's not Batman's whatever, vehicle. <laughs> and whatever you guys do, do not look that up on Urban Dictionary. Whatever you do, do not search bat wings on Urban Dictionary if you don't know what that means. That's a naughty, naughty thing. But you should totally search it. Anyway, <laughs> you should totally should. If you like to laugh, look up bat wings. You can purchase any of our shirts off of Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. And if you just want to listen to any of our past episodes at all, just go on over to Podbean. You'll be able to find it there. By the way, we got a review. Ooh, we got a review? Yes, it comes in from Good Brother Mike. GBM. Yes, he says, still my favorite, and it says P.O. Oh, I hope there's no S after that. <laughs> still my favorite pieces of... He gave us five stars, so I think it's podcast. I'm going to go with that. But oh, okay, yeah, every... let's go with podcast, yeah. Every week, like clockwork, you guys are there to take up an hour or so of my time. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry, Mike. GBM, we apologize for ever taking up any hours of your life, man. We're nothing. <laughs> trust me, we're nothing special. But anyway, I, I know because GBM has very limited free time. He's a very busy man. I'm more than happy to listen. Always giving us the latest information and news we seek every week without fail. Appreciate you guys. And he gave us sunset heart hand emojis. Aww. Sweet five stars as always. Good brother, Mike. Thank you, GBM. Thank you, GBM. We love you, dude. Absolutely. I'm glad he didn't give us one star. So Jeff, before we move on, I did want to touch, kind of go back to last week and touch on our conversation about um, we the Coliseum collection because we kind of went in on those a little bit. I want to point out the Rick Rude because I just got mine yesterday. Today's Thursday, so I would have gotten mine Wednesday. Just got him yesterday. The Rick Rude comes with a robe. The LJN figure did not come with a robe. 
Okay, so they are throwing in little bits of extra accessories for these guys. So, you know, maybe they can add a gi to Ricky Steamboat yes. or a robe to Macho Man to make it ultimate. Yes, to give that extra, I guess, perceived value to the figure. Does anybody yes. else feel like Princess Jasmine sitting in front of Aladdin on the magic carpet and he's singing a whole new world to you? Because now, right, we aren't limited to per se, the specific LJN figure. Now, it kind of opens up the entire line to where anybody can be made with any sort of accessory to classify as an ultimate, right? Like Rick Root, for example, they gave him the same tights. You can put the hands on the hips, just like the LJN, but he came with a robe. The LJN did not. So now, like you said, Jeff, Ricky Steamboat can have a gi, much like his uh, Amazon fan takeover elite. Right. Macho Man can have a robe. Elizabeth could have removable gloves or in a removable skirt. This is a game changer, dude. The, just the, the small fact that they included a robe with Rick Rude when the LJN figure had zero accessories, this changes the Coliseum collection game to me. Big time. And I, I love it. I'm so excited moving forward for this line. My bad last week, I forgot to promote, because they're in my roll call, and I forgot to promote Jordan Cassatt's Stolen Gimmicks podcast, which I'm really enjoying. This past week, they talked, when I say they, Joe and Jordan talked about the top five wrestling video games of all time. Ooh. So I'm going to turn this around, Scott. Top five worst wrestling video games. <laughs> uh, the worst, huh? Yes, let's go. Um, I mean, how do I not look in WCW's direction immediately? Oh, which one for the Nintendo? I mean, Backstage Assault. No, PlayStation had some doozies, dude. Oh, Backstage Assault was terrible. Yeah, Backstage Assault. Pretty much when EA took over the line of video games for WCW, they were all trash. I mean, trash. I mean, bad. You went from the best of the best with THQ, to garbage with EA. Which, at the time, when you saw that EA was taking over the the WCW game license, you're like, this is great. EA was king, right? EA was making all the badass sports games. Dude, they're going to do a great job with WCW. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, because at that time... and. Just kind of take you guys back about 20 years. E, like Scott said, EA was king. They were doing fight night. They were doing hockey. They were doing rugby, soccer, baseball, basketball, football. Any sport was under their banner. Out of those seven I just listed, maybe one of them was bad. Two of them was bad. Unfortunately, one of those two that I was just mentioning was WCW yeah. in their wrestling line. It was so bad because you thought at that time, you're like, oh my God, EA has it. You know, this is game over, game changer right here. Nah, it was bad, dude. It was yeah. horrible. Yeah, they were really bad. And I I can't look away from WWF attitude as well. I know a lot of people have like the rose-colored glasses for nostalgia on that game. But I think attitude was garbage. Backstage assault, trash. Um, Let's go back to, I mean, we got to call a spade a spade. Let's go back to the very first WrestleMania game or wrestling game. With Hogan on the front, where the ring would drop out of the sky? It, it That was pretty bad. Okay, you could add WrestleMania to that one. I'll take off my rose-colored glasses for nostalgia looking at that game. That one was bad. What about the uh, WCW game that had the road... Was it the Road Warriors on the front? No, where I like every, that one. I love that one. 
where everybody was wearing tights, even like Ric Flair and stuff? Yes, I loved that game, dude. Did you? I did, yes. It was wonky. The controls on it were wonky, but I loved it. So how about any other off-the-radar games? Maybe like a, a Nintendo exclusive game or a Super Nintendo exclusive game or anything like that? Hmm. Gosh, I'm trying to think. See, it's easy to do the best of, but when you think of the worst of, hmm. Okay, I'm going to go Super WrestleMania. Is that for the SNES? Well, it was cool, but you couldn't do finishing moves. That was the issue. Yeah, there were no finishing moves. Okay, so I'm going to go Super WrestleMania, and then to complete my list, I'm going that Rage in the Cage, Sega CD, WWF game, because it had a killer tag team roster, and you couldn't be a tag team. Yes, good call on that one. I hated that so much. I'm like, you're giving me the head shrinkers. You're giving me the nasty boys. This is fantastic. You're giving me a cage to fight in? Dude, this could be the best wrestling game of all time. Oh, wait, no tag team matches. You lose. Okay, you got one more. So, so far we have Backstage Assault, WrestleMania, Attitude or Attitude Era, uh, Rage in the Cage, and what is your... No, that and Super WrestleMania. Oh, Super Wrestle. okay. Yeah, okay. no finishing moves killed that for me. That's why I loved when they came out with Royal Rumble and you could actually do finishing moves. That was huge, dude. We played the crap out of Royal Rumble. As I said, I forgot to mention Jordan Cassatt's podcast last week, and I felt horrible about that. So I go check him out. Stolen Gimmicks podcast. I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying that, along with Rumble Wheel with uh, Daniel Cross and Brian Breaker. All right, Scott, real, real quick. We are going to have fun with WrestleMania trivia, specifically WrestleMania 7 trivia. Are you ready? Ooh, WrestleMania 7. Okay. I th- Ooh, man, I haven't watched that one in a while. You're not missing much. I think I'm ready for some WrestleMania 7 trivia. This is from funtrivia.com. Which date was WrestleMania 7 held? March 23rd, 1991, March 25th, 1991, March 22nd, 1991, or March 24th, 1991? Oh, gosh. I'll go March 24th. 24th? Okay. That is strictly a guess. These answers are given afterwards. Which superstar gave commentary during the first match alongside Gorilla Monsoon? Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Roddy Piper, Andre the Giant, or Bobby Heenan? Hmm. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Okay. Who did the Texas Tornado face-off against? Valentine, Earthquake, Bravo, or The Undertaker? It was Dino Bravo. Okay. The Ultimate Warrior defeated Macho King Randy Savage in the first ever career-ending match. Which move did he use to pin him? Double axe handle, big splash, flying shoulder tackle, gorilla press slam. Flying shoulder tackle. Okay. Number five, who did the Nasty Boys defeat for the WWE Tag Team titles? Heart Foundation. Very good. Which celebrity was not in attendance at WrestleMania 7? Lou Ferrigno, Henry Wrinkler, Johnny Cash, or Chuck Norris? Was not in attendance? Not in attendance. Johnny Cash. Okay. The Mountie defeated Tito Santana at WrestleMania 7. How did he defeat him? Hitting him with Jimmy Hart's megaphone? Hitting him with the cattle prod? Pinning him while holding the ropes? Or with a low blow? Cattle prod. Okay. Mr. Perfect defended the Intercontinental title against two. Warlord, Snuka, Bossman, or Bulldog? Bossman. Number nine, which celebrity was the guest ring announcer for the main event, which was Sergeant Slaughter versus Hulk Hogan? Willie Nelson, Regis Philbin, Alex Trebek, 
Marla Maples. Ooh. Regis Philbin. And last, how many people were in attendance at WrestleMania 7? 18,000, 18,500, 19,000, or 17,000? 18,500. 18,5. That was the one that was supposed to be at the LA Coliseum, right? Which was yeah. outdoor, and then I guess they didn't sell as many tickets as they thought they were going to, so they blamed terrorist threat and stuck it into an arena instead. Which date was WrestleMania 7? You were correct, March 24th, 1991. Straight up guess. Which superstar gave commentary during the first match with Gorilla? You were correct, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Who did the Texas Tornado face off against? You were correct, Dino Bravo. Ultimate Warrior defeated Macho King Randy Savage. Which move did he use to pin him? You were correct, Flying Shoulder Tackle. Ooh, okay, so that was the one where he hit him with it and he went outside the ring and he threw him back in and pinned him with his foot on his chest, right? Yep, exactly. Number five, who did the Nasty Boys defeat? You were correct, Heart Foundation. Which celebrity was not in attendance? And you were correct, it was Johnny Cash. Okay. Number seven, Mountie defeated Tito Santana with hitting him with the cattle prod. I don't even remember that match happening. Mr. Perfect defended the Intercontinental title against two, and you were correct, it was Big Boss Man. Which celebrity was the guest ring announcer? I'm sorry to say you were incorrect. It was... Alex Trebek. Oh, it was Trebek. Okay. Suck it, Trebek. (laughs) (laughs) And number 10, I'm sorry to say you also got wrong. How many people were in attendance? It was 17,000. Ooh, ouch. Okay, not bad. The couple questions you got wrong were just kind of off the wall ones. Yeah, I mean, attendance and a guest ring announcer, come on. Yeah, but good job, dude. Hey, eight out of 10. I haven't seen that one in a long time, too. All right, Scott, we got to get Sean on. We got to get through this news. I apologize. I just wanted to play trivia with you. And speaking of trivia, I want to throw a very, very special thank you out to the great Ryan Buds. He knows what I'm talking about. Thank you, Ryan. It meant a lot. I don't even know what you're talking about. No, it's okay. Ryan does. So I just wanted to throw out a very special thank you to Ryan Buds, the host of Trivia with Buds. Ryan Board Warrior? (laughs) No. Are you talking about me? No. No. Oh, no, we don't have time for you today, dude. We got to get to Sean Ng. All right. Well, I want to I talk to Sean. No. No. You'll ruin everything. You'll no. ruin everything. No. Sean doesn't want to talk to you. He specifically said, if I'm going to talk to Fully Posable, KBW must not enter the conversation. I'll talk to him off air. Oh, I'm sure you won't. No, I will. From my kennel. He, he, I'm sure he's talking to you about making a figure of you. No, Steve Hoker already got my, uh, I got true FX on it. I'm, he's only signed with Steve. He's only signed with Steve Hoker. He signed an exclusive <laughs> with Steve. All right, I'm going to go get my Whopper. Bye, everybody. Bye, KBW. He was so excited about that Whopper. All right. <laughs> he eats it every day, but he's still excited about it. All right. <laughs> Pre-orders for Impact Figures open Tomorrow, or when the show drops on Friday, on shopimpact.com, pre-orders will be open for a month. So that's Eddie Edwards, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, and Moose. So if you guys want any of those Impact figures, you have one month to pre-order. So jump on that, shopimpact.com. And Scott, I'm going to have you talk about this a little bit. There was an action figure in WWE 2K23. Tell me about it. I don't really know anything about it. I was seeing all the social media posts. And essentially, you can play in the game as a John Cena action figure. Fully articulated. Yeah, it's like a John Cena elite figure. 
and you can play as him as an action figure in the game, which makes sense. This game's all about John Cena, and they they put a Mattel figure of Cena in the game. I don't know if there's any other figures. I'm sure there's going to be people doing uh, uh, creator wrestlers. So then you can actually have like a video game action figure federation if you wanted to. But this is the first, I mean, to my knowledge, the first time they've done anything like this. Uh, it is the first time they've ever done anything like this. this is, I've seen the videos because people, you know how you can post videos from your, or share videos from your phone to whatever and record your screen or whatever? Yeah, technology I, I'm not and into, stuff. Yeah. Anyways, I've seen people playing as the articulated John Cena. It looks awesome. Yeah, it's pretty the, cool. The pictures I've seen, it's John Cena in a Mattel Elite style box. And uh, it actually says Mattel on it. So I thought that was hella cool, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. And this is, correct me if I'm wrong also, but the only time they've ever done a wrestling figure was John Cena. As a, like a, you buy the game, like a deluxe edition or whatever, you get a figure in it. They did Cena, gosh, what, six, seven years ago? Something like that. And now they're putting a Cena figure inside the game. I think that's great, man. I'd love to see moving forward, like more stuff like that. It just looks cool. All right, let's jump over to Walmarto Con. Okay, so they showed off the Superstars figures, 80s Hulk Hogan Superstar figure. Remember, this is all at Walmart. 80s Hulk Hogan, he will come with a red and yellow sweatsuit. I put sweet. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, no. You sp- Oh, sweat sweet. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, but he does not it- come with a sweet. He comes with a suit. Sweat suit. Correct. Correct. That was my fault. I apologize. It happens. Public schools, dude. <laughs> well, Marto will also have a variant. Hogan in blue and white, too, to go with that. He so- just needs the Rip'em shirt. Dude, I want both those. I'm about to announce the next guy, and I want all three of these because I love this series so much. They keep trying to pull me in, dude, and I have to keep... No, no, I can't. I can't. My wallet can't take it. McFarlane <laughs> said so. Roddy Piper is the other one. In there, we have a removable kit. He will have the baby blue trunks on, which I was a huge fan of. Yeah, Piper and blue trunks. That's a good look. Look at they can do the baby blue. Yes. I know they can. You're talking about they, for Junkyard they, Dog? For JYD, for yep. Davy Boy Smith, because they don't have dynamite. So make the baby blue, please. Please. It was it was a very popular color at that time. Yep. But yeah, he's got the Rowdy Roddy shirt, like him in full getup. Removable kilt. He's got the Roddy Piper shirt on. Looks fantastic. Also, to go along with the Ruthless Aggression Elite line will be the Ultimate Edition Elite line. And they're kicking it off with Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. Eddie Guerrero will have three heads total. He'll have the Latina Heat shirt and the 19—19. I'm getting old here. 2004 <laughs> heavyweight title, where it was the black strap with the gold plate. Uh, that was kind of picture Brock Lesnar's belt, and it was that one. Right. Also, RVD and Brock Lesnar will be coming in the Ruthless Aggression Ultimates as well. So. Be on the lookouts for those. Those are all at Walmarto. 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 Another Brock Ultimate. Sweet. I accidentally called it Walmarto the other day, and I <clears throat> kind of had it stuck in my head. Now it's sticking. Great. It's it's sticking. I'm sorry. Like bat wings. Did you call it Walmarto? <laughs> now you know where I got it from. <laughs> back in your cage. Get back in your kennel. Did you get your sandwich? Chicken sandwich, yes. <laughs> I thought you were getting a Whopper. You were talked about it all day. 
uh, uh, wet chicken sandwich. <laughs> he loves surprises. We did pull a couple questions regarding the Walmart Ocon. Chip said, it has to be asked. Do you know if the new Walmart exclusives Ultimate Eddie and Ray, etc., are planned to go to retail stores as well as online? Steve said, these are scheduled for Planogram sometime this summer slash fall. So they sold out right away online. Well, the Eddie did. So if you missed out, you'll have your chance in store. Dude, I've given up on trying to get Walmart figures. Oh, dude, is it I'm bad? Pre- oh, dude. Okay, so for pre-orders for Walmarto, dude, always canceled. I oh, always get a thing yeah. back. It's kind of cool getting your money back. You're like, oh, cool. But now I have to go hunt for the figures. This always happens. Plus, you always find the figures on the shelves before they actually hit your doorstep. So it's like, yeah. I'm done pre-ordering on Walmarto, you know? Yeah, it's, it goes back to that Seinfeld joke. You know how to take a reservation. Just don't know how to hold the reservation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Next question comes in from Don Juan Figs. Hey, Steve, will there be more Ruthless Aggression Ultimates in the future? If so, how often can we expect to see these? Steve said, I can confirm Brock and RVD RA Ultimates are on the way and will be part of WWE 2K Redemption Program. Oh, wait. More to co- what? More to come at the WrestleMania Superstore. What? A 2K Redemption? Okay. Now I have to buy the game. I see how they do things here. Now they're going to force me to buy the game. I mean, I was already on the fence anyway. The War Games thing was really making me lean towards buying it. Well, here you go, dude. Yeah, now Mattel's in the mix. That's really like the push over the fence to buy. Yep. Damn it. My wallet can't take anymore. Damn it, damn it, damn it. (laughs) Next question came in from La Parca. Oh, the the chairman? former uh, Former WCW wrestler, yeah. Okay. Superstars Piper and Hogan are going to be the carryovers for the next sets of superstars. Has there, that was the first question. Second question, has there been a decrease in the amount of lines coming basic 137 hit ringside in January and 138 is coming in mid-April? Piper and Hogan will be back-to-back waves of superstars. Next question regarding the basics, there were fewer basic waves in 2023, but they'll ramp up again in 2024. So get excited. Okay, so if you love basics, Steve's telling you, get ready. And that is it for the questions for Steve. Scott, we have Sean Ng up next. Are you ready to go talking to the KWK commissioner himself? I can't wait. Let's go talk to him. Guy, welcome back to the show. The great, the man himself, Sean Ing. Sean, what's what's been new for the past uh, month that we last talked to you? Anything to report? Any new developments? Do you want to talk about anything that may have popped up or, you know, whatever? <laughs> well, first of all, there was a witch hunt last week on my head. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you know what? Let's go into it. Let's go into the witch hunt. What happened? Well, first of all, there was a conversation between me and another toy maker. You know, initially, I didn't think it was anything because we were just talking. Really, it was just talking about the WWE. I mean, you know, 
I think this is the first time I'm going to lay everything out. Sure. You know, on the situation, because I really need to think through what I was going to say before, you know, anyone jumping the gun and before the the actual so-called witch hunt was over, because that's exactly what it was last week. So uh, if you don't mind me interjecting, so yeah. when you mentioned to us, because we had talked for a little bit before the show and after right. the show last time we had you on. You had mentioned right. to us that you had the trademarks for the Conquistadors and the Haystack or the Haystack. I keep saying the right. Haystacks or whatever, but yeah. uh, for Haystacks Calhoun. Now, what we had assumed is we thought there was going to be money kicked back to the families. And like you were just telling right. us before we hit the record button, that was never your intentions, correct? Right. It was it was never the intention of like taking money off the table from the wrestlers. You know, and I think that was, you know, that was one reason why when it, it was being made in such a way, that's when I was thinking, I was like, okay, you know what, if that's being portrayed, that doesn't look good. Right, right. Which right. is why even though, you know, we got into the phase that we were in, I pulled it out anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I was really going to go, okay, you know what, I don't care what you guys say, I'm still, I'm still going to make them. Right. Right, I, I could, right? Because you know, let's be honest, I I got the trademark, right? But I decided to go. Okay, fine. You know what? I, I'll I'll pull it, and that's okay. And quite honestly, you know, you know, I started this whole line was because I was bored. I was bored from collecting. Mm -hmm. And you guys know about how I feel about overproduction and 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 stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And. And I have always been saying that I'm sick and tired of, of the overproduction of every single line out there pretty much. That's why you made your line is because so, you wanted a, a, a higher quality of collectability. Right, exactly. You, and, and that's exactly what I said last time yeah. on, on your show. You know, if it even got to that and it's just like, man, you know what? Now it's just kind of like, okay, let's stick dirt on everybody and just expose it. Which, in my opinion... There wasn't anything to expose, really. But, you know, obviously, there are always going to be a certain people that make the matter sound like, oh, you know, this guy's so evil. So let's go a little bit deeper into that. So it no. came out that you had the trademarks for the Conquistadors mm -hmm. and Haystacks Calhoun. Right. Which I never hide. Correct. You went out to make things right. You went out and got the Conquistadors. Now... You're still right. in the process of working with Haystacks to, or working to try and get the Haystacks estate. Trying to find Haystacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let's go uh, into that a little bit more. You went out and got the Conquistadors. You made it right. And that's what right. I, and that's what I said last week on the show. Look, mm -hmm. we assumed that you were going to be giving money back to the families the whole time because you were talking yeah. to us and you were talking about Yoshi and you were talking. That was always the intention. Exactly. So that was my, that's what our thought process was. So mm -hmm. we never thought that you were being shady on anything because you've always right. been direct, transparent, and honest. Right. So with that aside, you've went out and got the conquistadors. You went out, uh, Kenny helped you go out and get the mm -hmm. conquistadors. Talk about that process. You got, Was it an easy process? Was it a hard process to get the conquistadors? Well, I, I will say this about Kenny, okay? Uh-huh. Kenny never make money off any sort of deals 
with me or the conquistadors for that matter. Yeah. He was doing it for free. Kenny's such a good dude. The whole the whole time. He he's a great guy, he, man. I mean he is. the whole thing with Kamala too. He's helping out and he has never taken money from Kamala's estate. You know, he, he made a ton of money for Kamala's estate. He never took a dime from it. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, initially I, I you know, right away when we began talking, we have the same thought process. I mean, obviously, you know, for the figures. Obviously, there is going to be a little bit of profits going to be coming my way, okay. And and again, you know, I I'm not going to deny that. But I think that's true for anybody making yeah. these figures right now, yeah, right? Correct. I mean, right. why right. at the end of the day, why would anybody jump into this and not want to have right. a, a profit coming their way? But the more important right. part is there's also money going to the estates. Right. Exactly. So I'm not going to deny the fact that that there are going to be profits involved. Okay, on my to towards my end. Okay, but the cut that I'm giving to wrestlers can be competitive to anyone, to any companies in the current market. That I can say. And even though there may be some wrestlers that I have not met, and they've signed with me, not a lot, but there are some. You think Mattel's in it to right. not make a profit? You that's think they're a non-profit company? A profit. I mean, right. it, that's the way it is. And and. Uh, and I, I, I'm going to say this, I'm not going to be making a lot for this because of the nature of how mm-hmm. I want this to be um, a a high collectability product. So I do not expect that I will make a ton of money for this. Not at all. The thing is, I think a lot of people don't understand this. This whole process is a much bigger operation than any other similar size toy company is doing. It's bigger than any of that because of the of the amount of distribution that we are working with. Right. Being the fact that A is a is a China company. And you guys will hear me emphasizing this a lot because once your location is different, everything changes. You know, in comparison to US UK companies that you know, the product ships directly to the U.S. or to the U.K. and then sell them domestically in those areas, I don't get the luxury. So in order for me to make sure that everybody will at least try out the product, I would need distributors in many locations. And even for, for New Zealand or Australia, one of the thing is, is that there hasn't really been exclusive in those areas. And that's why I announced, I think it was two days ago, that the EU and the North America exclusives are going to be sold in both continents. Okay. And we decided to keep the Asia, Asia Pacific exclusive as being sold in those areas. Because I think in this part of the region, all the way to, to Asia Pacific, that we we hardly get that luxury of having exclusive products and whatnot. So, you know, I know how some people felt that, you know, oh, we cannot get all three at the same time or, oh, you know, you're not letting collectors to buy everything all at once. We still want to keep the element of chase, you know, the chasing things and and things like right. that. So promotes trading between uh, the collectors as well. If you're trying to get, if you're a completionist trying to get right, everything, exactly. you're wanting to trade with another continent that has the figure you want. 
Exactly. But I think a lot of people don't want that because of the import tax. Oh, gotcha. So, especially for EU or the UK, I mean, US, you get less of that. You know, I have sent stuff to, to the US, they, they hardly charge any tax. Um, but, you know, whereas in the UK and the EU, you know, they are more grippy on that type of stuff. So, I think that's where a lot of the um a lot a lot of the collectors will want to be able to get them domestically. Yeah. And and I understand that. So, you know, because of that, and it is honestly, you know, something that different according to each or each region. So, you know, it's something that has to tweak a little bit, you know, in order to suit that sort of situation. But yeah, there's a lot of thought process going in. It's nuts. So let's go back to you getting the conquistadors. How was yeah. it? You said it was done in six days. Yeah, it was done in six days. Yeah. Record so time. how did how did you find them? Uh, were they gung-ho to sign? First, it was Pablo Melons that told me that he has reached out. Uh, you know, he, he actually knew Rivera. You know, before that, I hardly talked to Pablo about this because he was working closely with Chella at one point. So obviously for, for business reasons, we never really talk about that kind of stuff. Right. Even though we, mm -hmm. you know, we did converse every now and then, but you know, we knew each other's assistance, uh, existence. And once, you know, the whole Chella deal, deal just, you know, went south and whatever he, you know, we, we start talking more. And mm -hmm. of course, Kenny went really active finding the lost conquistadors as well. So, you know, between them, you know, you know, we were able to track down conquistadors. I think it was like in two or three days. They were actually well aware of the situation, believe it or not. So they were aware of everything. They knew about already. the trademark, everything. Yeah, everything. they knew everything right from the start because I think Estrada's kids were also on Facebook. I didn't know that. Oh. I didn't know that until until it was signed and until the deal was signed that they actually talked about it amongst the families. Gotcha on Facebook. Was there any backlash? Was there any kind of frustrations from them for you having those trademarks, or were they just no, like absolutely not? They were just like they were. They were just glad there was some figures made of them. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, they were real cool about it, and you know, and I offer I offered them the cut. Obviously, you know, which was the same thing that, that I've always intended to do anyway. Yeah. And, you know, I also offered to to help them to find deals outside of the KWK spectrum and, you know, help them to to get deals free of charge from my end. And I was mm -hmm. okay with it because, you know, I, I care about the line, but, you know, not everything else. It's the same thing. Same thing for Yoshi. You know, I'm I, I'm I'm doing book stuff for Yoshi, right? And right. I remember when we after we signed the deal, okay, because I was thinking, man, you know what? Let's be honest. A lot of the wrestlers, you know, their appearance deals are not really that much. And I wasn't thinking about like, you know, I mean, if if a wrestler, say for example, you know, hypothetically, if a wrestler's appearance is five hundred dollars, okay, per appearance. Mm -hmm. It's not like the wrestler is going to do every single day appearance, right? Right. It's not going right. to. They're not going to get booked like every single day. So, if I even think about taking ten percent of them, 
let's be honest, I can't even buy a decent figure with that that money. <laughs> That's true. Right? It's true, right? So, yeah. you know, I I mean, you know, it's it's not like I know it sound it sound like I'm such a dick about this, but it's true. You know, what is becoming supposedly a fun project to me is starting to become a headache because one a lot of backstabbing going on and it's becoming really toxic and and i don't want to sound like i'm unprofessional mm -hmm. you know because everybody seems to be carrying that word right now professional unprofessional right i don't i don't want to sound like that but the fact of the matter is, it's becoming very toxic in the game, which is absolutely not needed. But it seems like when someone, you know, put put out something like, oh, you know what, KWK, you know, the brand is it, it, trying to, to steal money of wrestlers, which is absolutely not true. Yeah, can we address that right now, Sean? Everybody you have yeah. signed to a deal... Everybody that's been formally yeah. announced for series one and two, they're yeah. getting a cut of profits. Yes, they are. Yeah. And they were all happy when they signed the deal. They all agreed to it. They're right. very happy with the deal that they have. So you're making exactly. money. They're making money at the end of the day. That's happy, right? Everybody's everybody's right. cool. Right. I mean, you know, even the conquistadors now are signed. Okay. Yes. The only one that I have ever announced. From the get-go to now, that has not been signed was Haystack Calhoun, which we dropped from the line. Right, right. And you're working mm -hmm. on that. It's just, it's proving to be a challenge. Right. And also, let me just put it this way. At any given moment, and, and that's the free range I gave the wrestlers, okay? At any moment, either side can stop the deal. Okay. That's the the free will I'm giving to the wrestlers because at the end of the day, that's and mm -hmm. I don't mind doing that. And I've said this worst case scenario. I mean, you know, unless it's in production, like in full production, then that's a different story. But prior to production, if anything happens, they are free to cut the deal. Okay. If they want to. I mean, let's be honest, you know, there's always something that may lead them to like, oh, you know, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want this, I don't want that. It happens. And if that's the case, then, you know, obviously we'll have to cut it. Right. But but once we go into production, if you're going to cut this, then, you know, then that's a different story because... There is a yeah. line. And that's where the line is. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind yeah. losing losing money on prototyping on on the pre-pro work. I don't mind that. You know, because I still mm -hmm. I still got something rare from it, then you know it's going to my collection. Sure, then, yeah, right? there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but let's kind of go back a little bit with the news that dropped last week. Mm -hmm. Has there been anybody that you've been talking to, as far as wrestler wise, that you were just talking to that mm -hmm. have been like, "Oh, sorry, I'm backing out now because of what happened last week." Um, no, but I okay. have had I have had wrestlers. Uh, stop replying. Okay. I would say at least 10 of them last week. Because of that issue that happened last week? Right. So you've had some blowback already. Okay. One of my friends actually spent eight hours. The moment that, that he saw, he go, you know what? I'm going to go in on insane mode to try to find everything for you. So by the time that conquistadors were found, you know, he, he found the blow a bit later. 
but you know he was looking for Calhoun and 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 that kind of stuff and that's when he actually found the the Collin County side of things and you know we got in touch with someone from there but still you know even though I've left my contact information to them it's no guarantee that it can be found because you know they don't even have records of Calhoun's next of kin on public records. So there am so there's no way right now you have a contact with the family no. because there is as of right now that nobody can find that contact. Yeah, and honestly, for for all we know, there there can be a possibility that Calhoun didn't even have a next of kin. How can you pay an estate that isn't there, right? So right, exactly. Yeah. So do you keep Calhoun off the table, like, you know, going six to seven months down the road and you can't find an estate for Calhoun or a next of kin? Do you just, you table the prototype and... See, to me, is that I'm I'm hopeful to find Calhoun's estate. Yes, I was just going worst case scenario. I'm hopeful you do yeah. as well. I'm keeping it to the side for now. Yeah. Okay. And I, I can go ahead and say this, the prototype's already done. I just haven't shown mm-hmm. them. Okay. And and as I have promised publicly, once we found the estate and agreed to everything, then that's when we go, okay, you know what? Let's slot him into the line. Right. You know, just like the conquistadors, you know, you know, once they signed, you know, boom, they they're going back into series two. Which you already have a really strong series two, I must say. Well, if things go according to plan. Yes. <laughs> if things go according to plan, and and I'm keeping a little bit of a close grip onto things because of what's going on with how some of stuff has been among some competitors. That being said, I'm not. I am still being transparent. It's just you know I I kind of have to protect this particular part. But if things go well, there will be another huge focus into series two. And not only that, the plan is, you know, and still is, uh, Series 2 should be a six-figure set. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. You know, because simply because some of my distributors actually want a larger figure set. So when Mm -hmm. people pre-order, it's going to be easier in terms of the shipping. Right. Makes sense. Makes Um, sense. you You know, one at a time seems to be more costly logistically so i'm obviously adjusting to that i I think a lot of people don't understand this as well is that you know even though say for example even with series one right now we are doing four wrestlers but we are actually doing 11 figures including the variants and yeah yeah i mean i'm not even talking about the chase yet right so you talk about essentially eleven figures because you cannot do three uh three variants on Mantar. Right. I mean I mean he's only got the debut outfit and the later outfit. That's it. So mm-hmm. you can't really do you can't really do Mantar three variants, but the other ones can. Yeah, certain names are gonna be limited and, on what you can do. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean Yoshi's going to be really difficult to do because of the amount of deco that he has. Yeah, a lot of deco. Yeah. Um, and and that's why Daniel is tackling it first because we we know Yoshi is not going to be easy to make and Yoshi knows it too. <laughs> so with everything that happened last week, did you have any blowback from your distributors? Um, no, they there were concerns, obviously. Okay, but I think we worked it out. You know, in terms of everything was laid out, and that's why all the agreements were actually sent to them. Oh, actually, I was going to, I just forgot about this. I was going to have 
some exclusive news for you guys. Yeah, we were definitely going to oh, get to that. Yeah, we, uh, we okay. I was going to ask. It, hey, it wasn't something that I talked to you about, Scott. Yeah. We want to leave that for later. Okay. Understood. Let's Understood. leave that for later. But you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to leave you guys empty-handed. Okay. Aww. I never do. You know that. You're the best. <laughs> you remember? You guys remember I talked about the chase figures? Correct. There will be three different chase figures. Correct. Okay. For each continent exclusive. So you know, for each variance, there will be three different exclusives. There will be obviously the prototype, which is one of three, but one of one for the insert. Oh wow. Okay. There's gonna be the other one's gonna be one of five, which there's only going to be two inserted. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Let me just get it scared. It's gonna be three inserted. It's one to five, but only three inserted into the cases. Because one goes okay. to me, the other one goes to the wrestler. Okay. And then there's going to be a one of 10, which it's going to be eight inserted into the cases. Okay. Well, the one of five and one of 10 are all going to be test shot chases. So, so there will be test shots in the one of five and the one of 10? Yeah. Okay. Wow. In different colors. In different colors. And also the packages will be different too. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I haven't shown the packages yet because I I have been really picky on it. I want to make sure that it goes well. Um, I had to change two card designers already for for mm -hmm. the uh, for the packaging because I just didn't feel it. The one of three is going to be in gold package, so Ooh. it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be gold. The one of five is going to be in silver. Okay. And the one of ten is going to be in bronze. Nice. So so then so it's like in, the Olympics. <laughs> Well, kind of. <laughs> so, basically said, to do this, basically, you know, people won't be confused and go, oh, I got a regular figure, pull it out. You know, only saw the COA at the back. Say, oh, man, I, did I just pull out a one to three? Oh. You know, I don't know. Yeah, so, you know, there, there has to be a certain distinguishment, in my opinion. My other question is, and you're putting so much into this. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we always go back to is uh, the gentleman from Boss Fight Studios, Eric Arana, mm -hmm. has always said with each paint stroke, with mm -hmm. each accessory, that's money that goes into the figure, that goes into the line, that goes into the series. Mm -hmm. How much is the figures going to be or have you decided a price point yet on the figures? Well, I used Kamala to talk to a couple of factories and... Uh -huh. You know, so so we do have a certain price point, and I'm going to say for retail because of the amount of accessories that Kamala is getting, uh huh, it, it's going to it's going to be between forty to forty five. Forty to okay. forty five. Okay. Yeah. Because, so I have to be I have to yeah. be honest. I thought it was going to be higher because I'm watching all the accessories that go into it, the detail that you've yeah. put into these figures. Even the conquistadors before they got pulled, yeah. I mean, each figure had so much detail that went into it that I didn't, I th actually thought it was going to be in the 60s. Yeah. No, um, so, there's yeah. a way around it. There's okay. a way around it. The only problem is right now, it looks like it's not going to have any ABS elements into the figure. Okay. okay. So it will, it will most likely be PVC. So if you really want the Hasbro Hasbro gloss, it there's a big possibility that you won't get it. 
Okay. Got it. But, but, you know, that, but then again, you know, my line is not exactly Hasbro Hasbro in the first place. No, it's way more detailed. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I think Kyle Peterson, who was on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. I think, great he, dude. I think, yeah. I think, I think he said it best that, that he feels that that would be an evolution of Hasbro if, if Hasbro continued the deal with WWE back in the day. Right. So again, you know, it can be. If we are going to continue with this line, okay, anyone that purchased the figures, okay, will have a chance and I will announce how they will be able to to get into this later, that they will be entered into sweepstakes for two up prototypes. Oh heck oh. yeah. Serious one. Heck yeah. Now, okay. Now if you look at any two ups of Hasbro figures, okay, mm-hmm. I think they are right now, I think the cheapest I have seen is somewhere like six thousand five hundred dollars. That sounds about right. So basically I will be giving out a two up of each wrestler, of each wrestler that is part of series one. And oh, that's this, awesome! And this will continue for every single series. PN News won't be available though because he's coming to me. The two up. <laughs> Sorry, guys, it's just the rules. No, Spoiler it's not going to happen. You're still going to try to look everybody else. <laughs> oh, you'll see now, my name. Now, now no, that being a... said, now that being said, every single one of the two up, of the two ups, I'm going to get one. Nice. Nice. Because, because well, I mean, obviously, right? Why 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 am I doing this? Right? Because the job's you know, gotta I, have some perks, right? <laughs> yeah, right. The, you know, the perks of being the owner. Yeah, exactly. Right? See right? see that's awesome because you're putting a lot of fun back into this. Mm. For example, the 103, the 105, the 110. It's all about the collectability. Uh, like Sean said in our original right, interview exactly. with it, it's all about that collectability, bringing that back to the hobby. These aren't one of five thousand, one of twenty five hundred. These are like and, and no, I'm not giving in. I'm not giving in for the complaints that oh, you know, we cannot find them. Oh, we cannot get them. I'm sorry. These are these are going to be rare. Yep. And that's there's a reason why I put the pre-pro stuff into the chase because you know there are a lot of people that may not care about the chase being the prototypes or the test shots. There may be some people that don't care for it. The people that care for it can chase them then. I do have a quick question. After yeah. everything happened last week, did you have any collectors hitting you up for those prototypes of the Conquistadors <laughs> and Haystacks? Yeah, there has <laughs> been one. Guess who? Us collectors. We're such assholes. <laughs> God damn it. I knew guess, it. Guess who? Guess, guess who? <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys know him. Hold on. Let's. Uh, we'll keep names off. We'll tell us after the show. His name is Jeff Toon. <laughs> His, his name is like, Jeffrey. Like the moment, uh, okay, here's the thing. Within ten minutes, okay, of the announcement that they were pulled. Uh-huh. Okay. I got the message, what happened? And I tell him and I called him. I called him and told him. And he was like, Oh shit. <sighs> and then he go and then he go, Can I buy the conquistador? <laughs> Man, I'm really sorry to hear that, but <laughs> I'd love to get my yeah. hands on those guys. Hey, but hey, buddy, that sucks. But uh, what you got for the prototypes? Can I get those? Those prototypes still yeah. laying around? And, and he, he was like, he was like, I'll offer good money for Jeez, it. Jeez, come on. 
and I said, I said to him, I said, it's not like they won't go back into the line. Once they're signed, they're going back into the line. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but I want them now. Man, you ever heard of too soon? And, and I was like, no, you're not going to get them now. You're just going to wait. Is it so, out of curiosity? Know, I, is it a mutual friend? I don't know, actually. I don't know if you know him. Uh, but okay. he, he, he's a he, he's a pretty big time collector, too. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. But we'll leave that off the air. We'll leave that off. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we'll leave that That's off. That's great. <laughs> okay, yeah. so one thing I love about your figures with the Hasbro Styles is that it almost seems like each one is coming with an accessory. And right. that's the way it seems right now, just based off of Kamala and the sketches for Mantar. Well, Yoshi probably isn't going to come with any accessories. His money will be because, in the deco. Yeah, because his deco costs way too much to yeah. make now. Okay. Yeah. Now, PN News. Mm -hmm. Can you say or can you not say any accessories? Yes, PN News will have accessories. Removable hat? Uh, Nope. Okay. Sunglasses. The the reason the reason why okay uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it since we you know you you guys know me already. Uh huh. I I, I don't keep my mouth shut so <laughs> <laughs> keep them talking, Jeff. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying, dude. Hey, by the way, what happened to that keyboard warrior guy? Oh, uh, he he he's enjoying a whopper right now. Jeff locked him uh, in his okay. kennel so he wouldn't bother you. Chicken sandwich. Uh, right. <laughs> Get, oh, him chicken sa Get him he out of here. Get him out of here. He loves his BK. I think he's having a chicken sandwich he just yelled. Hey, I, I like BK too. <laughs> That's delicious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, about, about PN News, um, the reason why I don't want to have a removable hat or even a removable sunglasses for that matter, I think it looks more fun with that face, mm -hmm. with, with, the, with, the, with the hat and the glasses. But he's going to come with a removable golden necklace. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. And also a microphone. Nice. Okay, perfect, perfect. So, Sean, yeah. are you saying he's going to have molded on hat and sunglasses? Yeah. Oh, yes. the hat and glasses are molded on. Yeah. Got it. Uh, with the face, with the face, because I think it looks more presentable that way, in a sense. I don't disagree. Yeah. So, you know, in terms of the presentation for it, um, I think that's what it is. And uh, PNU is actually requested for one specific singlet to be made. Oh, okay. Because you, because you really like that one. But it's not the one that everybody is accustomed knew to about from the Galoop figure. Okay. I showed him, I showed him the unreleased figure. So he, he actually had a custom one for him. Someone made a custom for him. Okay. And painted and everything. So he has it. Uh, but he wanted another one. Another singlet that was, you know, that looked completely different to the blue one, but we still, we still going to make the blue one. Okay. Okay. So we'll get the Galoob look. Yeah. Okay. But you know, there will be two other versions that that one particular version PNU is actually requested to be made. So we're going to make that too. Can I make a guess on which one it was? Sure. Was it from his Great American Bash scaffold match? I don't remember, but you know, if you if you ask me about the color, I can tell you. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. If got you it. if you tell me about about the color, I can tell you. But uh, yeah, so that's that. And for Mantar, and I know some people said, "Oh, he has never worn that singlet before." And I said to them, "I said, if you look closely, his debut match without the face paint, that's exactly what he wore." Because mm -hmm. you've got and... to get test shots. 
so you have to get test shots. So there is reference photos out there of the wrestler wearing these outfits. Right. Right. So, but, um, but what happened with, with the debut look, he did not have the face paint on him. Correct. So, but I want, I, I wanted to make it, you know, look a little bit more interesting. So, you know, I'm going to have face paint on that too, because it, it's the whole Road Warrior Animal Jacks figure thing when he became the Road Warrior mm-hmm. and he did not have face paint because like, I, re- I still remember back in the day, uh, Animal and I would, would talk still. And um, he was like, that was after his release. He told me specifically, he was like, at least Jax understood that the face paint sells and that's why they put the face paint on the figure even though he turned heel. I took that to heart. So, you know, that's why when when we were preparing for, for Mantar and we were preparing that last year already with the sketches. So that's why you see the face paint on him, you know, even though the debut looks wasn't supposed to have it. Yeah. And there's also initially the plan was to have the the ram, the ram head, uh being made of cloth. Oh, oh. Initially, the initial plan was that, but Uh um, I think that's going to change now to a more rotocast PVC sort of style. Perfect. So put it on there. I mean, you can still put it on there. Yeah, perfect. Um, But, you know, it's just not like, oh, we're going to make a finger puppet out of this. (laughs) So so I love that Animal was an influence on this line. Like, that's news to me. And the Road Warriors are like, Hands down, my favorite tag team of all time. Yeah. So hearing Animal was an influence on this line, man, that's amazing. So you we're talking about distributors. Uh, who's going to be your North American distributor? Uh, Asylum. Asylum Wrestling uh, Wrestling Store is going to be. Okay. Uh, well, for UK, we got Rock and Roll Collectibles. Right. And for Australia and New Zealand right now, we have uh, Wrestling Collectibles uh, NZ. Okay. Uh, there is a Canadian distributor that will be working that I'm working on. Okay. Uh, you know, we somewhat verbally agree, but you know, there are still things that needs to be ironed out. Okay. Okay. I'm hoping by next week I will get an answer from a potential EU distributor. Perfect. Whether whether it's a yes or no answer, because I think the EU side has been the most difficult in terms of um, getting a distributor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which is a very important uh, distributor too. Because right now the main problem is after Brexit, everything that goes into EU that that if UK stuff go into the EU, they're being charged high in import tax, mm-hmm. and US stuff going into the EU is also going to be charged high in import tax. So everything does, mm-hmm. and. And I think that's one that's one issue for a lot of the uh, EU collectors, and that's one particular part that that comes into play. And I was I kept thinking like if I can get a an EU distributor, then you know this issue is going to solve. Well, Sean, I want to thank you for coming on. One for clarifying your side. Of everything, and I appreciate that. Uh, absolutely, man. You know, as I said last time, you know, we've been close for quite a while now, and you know, I want you to have a chance to air your side. And, and now I you made it right. Yeah, exactly. 
And like yeah. I said, and like I said last week, you know, it, it turned a wrong into a right. Let's move forward. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm excited about your line. I'm very excited because you're getting in names like the Kamala figure. The, how great does that look? The prototype looks fantastic. Comes with the mask, comes with the spear. I mean, and then the different variants. I I love it, man. So and let's not forget. I think, a lo- I, I think a lot of people really love the Kamala figure. Oh, it's fantastic. It is. Well, and also I want to thank you for coming on and announcing your sweepstakes. How great is that? That And this goes back to your collecting, you know, the sweepstakes yeah. of someone getting a prototype, except for right. the PN News, which is apparently going to Scott. Right. But, <laughs> right. To my collection. Which does Sean want to me? <laughs> um, we will see about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, I'm going I, to quote unquote win. Oh, is it like that now? Yes. That's how that's how it works, man. Uh, uh, actually, I have a quick question regarding the sweepstakes real, real fast. Is that yeah. going to be like you register online? No, it's not going to be something like that. It, it's going to be something more simplistic. Okay. Um, I, I want it to be more simplistic because um, I do feel, you know, if I'm making things too complicated, where you know, oh, you gotta type your information, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. So, man, you know what? That's that's so like two thousand onwards. <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay, I I I mean, I I want to bring back a certain nostalgia, and that's something I'll have to work out with the factory. And this is part of the plan. And if it does not work out, then I will go with something else, which I also have plans for, um, which is. Um, having stickers in the corner where you can take off. Okay. And it will show that whether you win or not. Oh, okay. And okay. and if you if you don't if you don't win, you'll probably get something like you suck or, or <laughs> uh, um you, you you know ha ha or whatever you know that kind <laughs> no, of no baby you know, no eighties nineties stuff you know. Okay, thank so, God. Because I was concerned I was going to have to cut up my proof of purchase. <laughs> no. Oh, thank God, dude. I'm a mint on card guy. I can't do that, dude. Yeah, that that's that's already thought about too. And it's like, you know, if I if I'm putting doing something like a proof of purchase type of thing, like like the the old Hasbro does, mm-hmm. it 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 takes away a lot from mint on card collectors because I yeah because you you know over the last several years I've switched to that as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, for me to 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 actually look at that from that perspective, I'm just like mm, no. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Uh, I and and like I said, that's something I have to work with the factory. Is that you know what if you know the side sticker can be peeled off mm-hmm. without damaging the card, and it will show whether you win or not, which one you win, okay? And then you know there's a certain address that you can send it to. I mean, let's be honest. Whoever wins this, right, will most likely be able to put it on eBay already. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's going to be something really, really crazy, in my opinion. Well, I do want to thank you for being on. Why don't you get your plugs out of the way? Follow me on KWK underscore Sean for Instagram. KWK Kayfabe Wrestling Collector with the K. Not KV Collectibles, by the way. I don't know who says that. I don't know who says that. No, KWK Collectibles, <laughs> whatever that's called. It's a KBW guy uh, says the, that. Yeah, KBW KWK guy. Kayfabe Wrestling Collector with the K on Facebook. And also my... See, I have to take on my phone for this one. Um, 
because my I never remember my my um Twitter my my Twitter my uh, Twitter K Sean A capital S H A W N N G. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I have to correct some people so many times, and it's like you know, <laughs> like I, I heard like people were like KWK collectibles. I'm like, what in the world? Like, <laughs> sorry, oh, that's nice. that's my fault. No, it wasn't just you. It rolls off it the wasn't tongue. Just you. A lot of people did. It rolls off the tongue. <laughs> oh well, I guess. <laughs> oh, maybe I should trademark that one too. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Just, just throw it in, dude. You're welcome. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I Thank do you want for having me though. No, really absolutely. Anytime. As I said, we're you know I, we've been friends for so long, and I just am, I'm happy you got you were able to get your side of the story out. So. Thanks, man. No problem. Thank you again, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Cool. Uh, yeah. Fully hosable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.